Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. All right, welcome into the show. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff producing Purple Daily. Uh, later on, we'll get to Justin Jefferson's comments on Kirk Cousins. I think a lot of people are trying to get Justin Jefferson to rip Kirk Cousins. And uh, he hasn't taken the bait, so we'll, we'll play a clip uh, of that later on. But we start the show off today with one of the greatest pass rushers in Vikings history. He's a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He once chased Dan Orlovsky through the back of the end zone for a safety. And uh, his name is Jared Allen. What's up, Jared? Thanks for coming on, man. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. You guys, uh, you guys staying hot up there? There we go. There. Now we got you. Now we got you. Oh, you got me? Okay. I was, I was just go. making sure you guys were uh, still warm and. You know, oh, it's good. glorious, here. glorious. It's basically today is basically like it was uh, the day that Brett Favre was knocked unconscious in 2010 at TCF Bank Stadium weather wise. So and getting colder, uh, too. So well, hey, at least the dome won't collapse this time. You know, they, they that <laughs> one a little better. Um, so, hey, before we dive in and, and we, we would love a couple stories that we're going to tee you up for. But uh, tell us about your partnership with Volvo. And by the way, speaking of chasing. Dan Orlovsky to the back of the end zone. It sounds like you and Volvo are actually rooting for safeties to happen during uh, the Super Bowl. 100%. So uh, Volvo and I teamed up because I hold the NFL record for safeties, and they are historically probably hold the records in any car business for being one of the safest vehicles, if not the safest vehicle on the road. Um, so we teamed up for their $2 million car giveaway. Last year was a million, no safeties. So they doubled that down uh, to give basically, if there's a safety in this Sunday's Super Bowl, Volvo is going to give away $2 million worth of cars. You can go to volvosafetysunday.com and design your own car. And if you get chosen to win, you get the car you design. So it's not like you're getting just like the base model. Um, you know, you can design whatever you want. You know, take it, take them to the cleaners, I guess. And, uh, and if there's a safety, they're going to give away a bunch of cars. And uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, the whole thing, you know, I, what I really like about it, honestly, is, is, is the, the $2 million, you know, it's a big flashy number, sounds good, but it really represents the million dollars from last year the giveaway represents the, the number of lives they've been uh, accredited of saving since the invention of the three-point safety harness. So basically every seat, every seatbelt in our cars today were actually invented by Volvo back in the fifties. And, uh, and so that's been accredited to saving a million lives. And now they want to save a million more lives through technology and innovation and, and, and with their, with the Volvo uh, brand and the Volvo cars. So it's a pretty cool deal. Um, and they're just, you know, obviously, you know, and I look at it too, it's like, 
I think we need a safety more than anything because, like, how cool would it be? Or however many cars that equates to being given away, like those people start twenty twenty one off with like a brand new ride, like that's awesome. You that know, would like, be yeah. yeah, that would be amazing. Just throw some confetti. Everybody's a winner. Uh, so volvosafetysunday.com if you want to enter for for your chance to win um and and actually we we would love so a, a couple years back this is where we'd love to start with you if you're down for it yeah so a, a couple years back on our show we had your former teammate steve hutchinson uh, he came on and he just told his amazing version of the story of you guys and and ryan longwell making an emergency trip down to Hattiesburg 10 years ago <laughs> to pry Brett Favre out of retirement. So we, we have his story and, and we, and we have that in the archives and he basically said we got there and Brett took a nap and it was kind of weird. What can you yeah. tell us your version of that story? Yeah. I, you know what? Um, Hutch did, Hutch did 99% of all the talking on that trip, which is weird because Hutch doesn't talk much. Right. <laughs> so like, I, and you, I was just kind of in the backseat chill. I, I was like, Hey, we got a couple of days off of training camp, Brett, take your time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we got down there and you know, yeah, he's, he's right. I mean, Brett, Brett pretty much was like chill. I think we yelled at, we, I think, you know, we, we, had, we ate something. We, you know, we grabbed a bite to eat. Uh, Probably enjoyed a cold beer and uh, <laughs> Brett took a nap. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, we just kind of hung around. And then, you know, I, I'm not sure what time we got. I think it was the next day. The next morning, we went and drove around the uh, the property in the Jeep. So now you got, you know, Brett driving. Hutch, I think, was up front. And, you know, I'm crammed in the back. You have a big people, Longwell in the back. And they were talking his ear off, trying to get him to come back. And I'm just looking at this. I'm like, this is 500 acres of awesomeness. And uh, I just told him, I was like, Honestly, bro, like, just stay retired. Like, just, just stay retired. Like, Did you say that? Matter of fact, I'm going to leave. I'm going to retire. And come down here. And I'll cut your grass for you. Uh, no, I, my my point was that, like, you know, and Brad laughs about it. I, I told, I was like, if you want to, like, if you, there's no expectations. If you feel like you want, like, you have more on the tank, right? You obviously had nothing else to prove. What does Brett Favre have left to prove, right? If you feel like we didn't finish you know, with what we started the year before, if you feel like you have more competitive drive in your tank, come back. If not, I told him, stay retired. Like, just, just tell us no and we'll go, we'll go. Because, um, you know, you, you could tell like he, he was in a spot where he obviously loves the game. And I think it's like anybody, he loved the game. And, and what I did, what you didn't want to do, is you didn't want to pressure someone into coming back. And, and then 2010 happened. Like 2010 happened. No, 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 obviously you can't put that all on one person, but, but yeah, man, it was, it was, it was, we were down there, not to mention, but we took off kind of in secrecy. Like the plane was, you know, the, the uh, flight plan was heading somewhere else. And then at the last minute, you know, they changed the flight plan and we went, we went to Brett's place to try to avoid any media stuff. And, um, but yeah, you know, it was, it was Hutch, Hutch and Longwell were in his ear, like, hey, man, we come on, we got to come back. And there was nothing left for me to say. So I was just like, hey, <laughs> either do, either do or don't, but you can sleep on it one more night if you want. I'll, I'll, I'll show him the guest room for one more night. Wow. I think, I, I think we ended up sleeping in one of the daughter's rooms. Like there, I remember the, I remember they had like a pink stage, like set up in the built in the, in one of those daughter's rooms. And uh, yeah, I think it was like a little twin bed. <laughs> your, your legs are just like hanging over the edge of the bed. Just yeah. Like, you're like, thanks a lot, Favre. Really appreciate these accommodations. Yeah. Where's, where's the guest suite, Brad? Come on, bro. No okay. kidding. Got it. You know, I, I'm just, if we were staying too much longer, we had to, I would have had to get a workout in, in the gym. You know, he's got that nice gym down at the house too. Can we get a sauna? Whatever. But no, it was it was funny. We we all we got down there and uh like I said, it was uh but yeah, Hutch Hutch is right. We got there it was like I, I think we all thought it was gonna be like more climatic, you know, we were just like 
all right, we're going to go get Brett. We're going to come back. We're going to win the Super Bowl. We got there, and it was like, hey, anybody want a PB&J? And um, <laughs> it's it's 4.30, so I'm going to turn in before supper. You know, <laughs> my, ankle, my ankle's still pretty sore and broken from yeah. uh, nine months ago. He's still know. got a cane just hobbling around, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> hey, hey, Jared, uh, 10 years now, 10 years have passed since oh. that epic, epic year. Um, as as you look back now, retired, great career. What are some of your takeaways from a year that nobody, and I mean nobody, could have seen coming? Man, I I, I always tell people as great as 2009 was, and and what, I think what hurts the most about not finishing that 2009 run out, if we win the Super Bowl, I think that team gets talked about as one of the best teams in NFL history I honestly do um you know at least top five top ten uh just because I mean it was it was such it some of the games you won it was so it was so magical it really was one of those special years uh which we didn't complete it so now we're just like oh remember when 2009 happened you're like tight but now we talk about playing it but 2010 as great as 2009 was 2010 was the mirror image of that that was the absolute just are you kidding me you know like how is this happening I mean you remember in 2009, Greg Lewis, you know, we gave him the nickname Jiffy Lube because when Greg Lewis came in, he had this beard down to here. He literally looked like he just got done changing some dude's oil. And this dude <laughs> been in the building for four days, makes like a one-handed behind-the-back grab, toe-drag both feet to win the game. We're like, what, what? To keep our season undefeated? So for every, every one of those in 2009, there was one of those the opposite way in 2010. Like, So I just look at it as like, Wow, I you know I don't know what what happened or how why the good Lord wanted to collapse <laughs> this program to go down the way it did, but it really shook some people and it was a it was a mentally grinding year to to try to stay focused on the task at hand, which is winning football games. You know, um, I still remember when I got the call from Lawrence Tynes of all people called me at like five in the morning and was like, "Hey, bro, uh, we're in Kansas City right now and your dome is collapsed." And I'm like, "Dude." I even told him, I was like, bro, shut up. You're just trying to screw with me. Tell Deal I'm kicking his butt even worse today because you're screwing with me at five in the morning. And he's like, no, you literally, we're in Kansas City. We've been sleeping at the dang airport all night. You didn't wake up. That way, all of a sudden, like, just, uh. then we end up in Detroit, you know, where they just let, like, homeless people in to watch the game. And it was just like, what is going on? I love how, like, think, think, things have not changed much for the Lions, by the way. It's great. No, like, oh, my gosh, I got asked that question the other day. They said, you know, do you think the Lions have a beer? I'm like, no. <laughs> no what, is, what is Detroit doing right now? Um, do, you, do you do you watch much football? Are you I, still? I don't. I watch I watch more college football. Right, I like watching you know college football. Problem is, I got I got young kids too. So for me to sit down and, and spend an entire day watching TV makes me feel really unproductive. And and my girls they don't care about football. So um, so I, I usually catch up on scores. I watch a few pro games here and there, like playoffs and stuff. I enjoy watching the playoffs. Obviously, watch the Super Bowl. Um, I try to catch, uh, you know, you know, a few tidbits, just enough to stay in, informed and know, kind of know what's going on. But, uh, but no, I don't, I don't overly watch a bunch of football. So plus two, there's, it's hard, you know, it, it's hard. You go back and, and you see some of the, you know, kind of the way the games play. I mean, don't worry, there's still there's some phenomenal players in this game too. But then there's also some like there's some extremely overhyped people right now. You just shake your head. You're like, holy crap! If I was playing in these days. They had to pay me two hundred million dollars. Okay, give, give, give us like burn a bridge for us. Like who who do you think's overhyped or who, no, who do you? Think? I'll, I'll never I'll never I'll never cast judgment publicly. Just just I'll, I'll, I'll 
you know, anybody in our D line room knows we, we hate it. We're haters. So we just drink hater right all the time. Um, <laughs> no, I just, I just look at, you know, everybody's a specialist these days, right? You see guys with eight sacks making pro bowls. You see guys, yeah. and you're like, I, I couldn't make a pro bowl unless I had 12 or more. Um, you just look at the, you know, the different variety. You see these inside guys that are like pass rush specialists now. And I got a lot of respect for the guys. I think Aaron Donald still should be the standard, right? And I think he is. But you see guys that, you know, from an interior standpoint, getting paid, you know, 15, 16, you know, and they, and they come in on third downs and you're like, you know, I, you know, for me, I look at guys like Kevin Williams, who is insane. Like that, that body type doesn't, you know, the Pat Williams of the world anymore. Don't really I think Aaron Donald is one of the few still, you know, four down, three down interior guys who can also rush the pad. Like the dude's a beast in the run game and he has that mentality to earn. So, so I, I, I just think that old school dying breed and I, and listen, I get it. Like the guys who played before us said the same thing, you know, as, as the game advances, you kind of get stuck in your generation or your 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 bubble, your era. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I, I I still appreciate the workload and the technique that it takes to beat that physical presence up front. So that's just kind of what I mean by that. Or you know, guys guys have one or two good years and 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 they get they get elevated to a standard that you know, if you look back over the history of the league, it takes guys several several you know years to get to. And, and honestly, it's quarterbacks are probably the number one. You know, quarterback has one good year in college. And he's the next, you know, he's the next, you know, Brett Favre or next whoever it is in the league. And I just think there still needs to be that that rite of passage. You still need to earn your right to be at certain levels. And and you w- wouldn't c- come out of games too. Like now, guys come out constantly. And they're I I recall you they basically t- telling Les and Brad I ain't coming out, you guys. And they'd no, be like, but it's rotation time. That was my that was my philosophy. And honestly, that's you know kind of at the end of my career. You know, minus the injuries. You know, I blew my L five out in Chicago and in, in, um, in Carolina and then broke my foot. But that was the hardest thing for me to do is, is I, I'm not a 30 snap guy. I'm not a 40 snap guy. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to come in on third down and then you're going to get this, this great rush because, you know, for me, rushing the passer is it's a buildup, right? It's an art form. It's, it's, it's a game you play of setting a guy up for success. And if you come in one time, unless you just got some bum next to you, you know, you're not going to necessarily win. And so for me, it's 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 earning that right to rush the pass. I'm a seventy guy, you know. I you know I want to knock you out in the in the eighth. You know, I'll take a first round knockout at time, but I want to wear you down and break you down technically. And, and then once you once you find that thing, you're like, oh, now I got this guy, right? So yeah, I'm, I was I was an every down guy, and I used to tell Brad and and, and those guys, I said, you want to rest me, rest me Monday through you know Saturday. <laughs> you you want to get six, you want to get sixty snaps a day out of me in practice, and then you want me to rest, then you want me to play forty. You pay me to play on Sunday. It doesn't make sense to me. Hey, Jared, I, I know that you weren't – I know that the, the guy I'm going to bring up here was, was an offensive coach at the time, but, but you were around him presumably. Um, Eric Bieniemy has been just getting a ton of head coaching steam over the years. And for people – there's a lot of people that watch this show that think, you know, whenever the time is right, it'd be nice if Eric was the Vikings coach. For people that don't know him behind the scenes, wh- what is he like, and do you think he would be a successful NFL head coach? Yeah, EB, he's 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 intense, and I've got to get this question a lot, you know, over these this, this uh, media campaign. Um, he's intense. Like, so first of all, I, I haven't I haven't seen EB, so I don't know if his coaching style has changed since since I, I left. Uh, but the, Eric Bieniemy, I know, is he's phenomenal. First of all, dude, dude's a dude works his butt off. He's passionate about what he does. He's passionate about his players. And and as and and he's old school, right? Like he doesn't care who you are. He will get in your face and call a spade a spade. And I appreciate that. I, I appreciate, you know, accountability when people are being held accountable. Like I said, he's if AD missed the block, he let AD know he missed the block, you know, and uh and there was nothing to it. And so, you know, is is that style of coaching still 
you know, warranted in today's NFL where everybody comes out of college thinking they're famous because of social media or, you know, I, you know, it, or everybody's a special, everybody has a certain plan. Uh, I don't know. I've been out for too long, but uh, I, I think he's great. I, I think you, I love, I love that tenacity. I love his passion. Um, I love his, you know, intensity for the game and, and his loyalty to his players. Um, and so I have seen him have success. I, you know, I love seeing Stefanski have success because he was one of our guys. Uh, I see EB having success. Although I got to be honest, he's in a really good situation. You have Patrick McCombs as your quarterback and you are going to win. He might hit. He, he might end up with more Super Bowl rings than Tom. He, he's going to be like like Josh, like Josh McDaniels, like you know, almost took the Colts out of here. But Josh McDaniels is like, I'm just going to ride out this Brady thing for like ten years. And every time they pass him up, his price tag is just going to go higher and higher. So yeah, I, I think EB's EB's phenomenal. I love to see the success he's had, just because I you know I saw the work ethic and I saw what he put in, and and I know you know, and 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 I and you just you saw the relationship him and Brad had, obviously coming from Philly and stuff too. And they, they used to fight as they get out. I, that's, but that's the kind of passion and fire you'd like to see from your staff, right? Uh, so I, I personally, I, I love seeing all of our old Vikings uh, coaches have success. You know, uh, unfortunately, Coach Mason just got let go in Vanderbilt, but he was down here at Vanderbilt. Um, and so, yeah, yeah it, you know, it's, it's been uh, – it's cool. So I, I hope he does. Um, you know, I, I heard – I did a podcast last night, and they were talking about uh, we haven't filled our OC position, and they think they're going to try to, you know, they're trying to steal, you know, EB away. So I'm, I'm going to start that hype rumor, like EB come back to come back to. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a great one. Hey, out, outside of Favre, um, the most talented Viking player that you pl- played with was whom? Oh, outside of Favre, because Favre's pr- probably one. So outside oh, of him, ta- I mean, it's 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 a long list. Adrian is obviously off the cusp. I mean to watch that guy, his physical presence, you know, I've never seen a guy eat like two quarts of cold stone ice cream and have like 2% body fat. So I'm super jealous about that. Um, just like me, actually. Yeah. He just, he, I mean, he, he has that ability that is, that was second to none. I mean, it was, it was, it was scary. Yeah, man, but there's, there's a few, like, you know, you you obviously hats off to, to Hutch as well. And, you know, he just made, he's going in, he's getting his ceremony. They should have made the hall of fame last year. I mean that dude was it was it was one of the stout as they came as guard for for a long time. Kevin Williams is one of my all time favorite players. Uh, I think Kevin. I don't think Kevin was so much. Kevin was so powerful and so good, but he was his movements were so methodical. Like it just he made it look effortlessly. That I think sometimes he don't get he doesn't get. I mean obviously he gets a lot of credit. I mean, like six time All Pro or something like that, but. He doesn't get the credit he gives for, I mean, wrecking games. And then you throw Pat on top of that, you know. So um, those are probably my handful of, of top guys. I mean, you got to throw Winfield in there. My goodness. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think just if you got to if you got to pick one, you know, Adrian, Adrian was a special, yeah. special uh, individual. Well, listen, we uh, we want to be respectful of, of your time and uh, and direct people to VolvoSafetySunday.com. Before we say goodbye, are you still curling? Yeah, it's on the back burner right now. Like I just literally, I think I just got an email the other day. They're, they're trying to depends on where you live and can travel. They're you open up clubs. I don't know what the plan is, but uh, but yeah, you know, stay the course, right? You know, COVID COVID put it on the back burner for a while, but uh, when we can open up safely and get back at it, uh, yeah, I still got a bet to win. Nothing <laughs> would make us happier than to see a flowing mullet in yeah. slow motion just sliding oh. down the ice in the Olympics with the Olympic tracksuit. 
Some oh, chest yeah. hair coming out. Some chest hair coming out of it. I'm just. I'm like USA Curly. You got to make me the alternate at least. I mean, just yeah. just for the optics. I mean, oh, the look. The look is fantastic. I, mean, I, have, Are you I kidding? have a silver medal from Nationals. Like, come on, dude. We got to make this happen. I we love make, it, Jared. Who do we? Right. Who do we got to talk to? Who do we got to donate to? I mean, come on. If you need help getting this movement going, there are tens of thousands of Vikings fans that watch this show and listen to it every day that would let's gladly go. get behind let's, you. You let us know. We got, the know, campaign. Back a year. Let's keep it going. The campaign, make curling cool. It's very yeah, simple. And, and make the, curling cool. I'm not going to be a slouch. I'm not going to embarrass myself. I practice yeah. my butt off. People in the curling world know, like, wow, this dude came out and actually put in the work, and we were getting better. We were starting to win. I'm willing to do it. Obviously, I'm going to try to assemble my team and get there. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I got to win a bet here. And if uh, – we need to shake that tree. We need to get. We need to get this. I mean, this has got to be just on the ice. Amen. No Amen. question about it. Florida. Jared Allen, Vikings, oh, yeah. Pro Football <laughs> Hall of Fame finalist and mullet extraordinaire. VolvoSafetySunday.com. You can design your car, and if there's a safety in the big game, uh, well, then then you're going to be in business. So, Jared, thanks for coming on, man. Super fun. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Always a pleasure. All right. Uh, Jared Allen, he's the best, and uh, we'll keep it right here on Purple Daily because we have to get to these Justin Jefferson uh, quotes about Kirk Cousins. A lot of people are trying to get Justin Jefferson to throw his his quarterback. That's that's my quarterback. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Yeah, under the bus, but uh, it's not going to happen. So, real quick though, Federated Mutual Insurance Company has been helping business owners for over a hundred years. Federated is now launching My Shield. My Shield is the online client destination for risk management resources. And think about as a business owner out there, how helpful it would be for you to have employee training at your fingertips and industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. Federated and MyShield come in with safety training and videos, customizable risk management plans. They'll help you put these things together for your business, giving you peace of mind. Go to federatedinsurance.com and click on MyShield or download the app. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Declan, uh, I, have, I have a feeling I know what you're going to be sipping on during the big game uh, you on know, Sunday. I, I forgot to ask Jared his opinion on seltzers because I know he's probably a big Corona hard seltzer guy. Probably is. What, what, what flavor do you think Jared I, I, was going to go with? I don't know that Jared does a lot of drinking anymore because sure. he did a lot early That's in his right. career. But if, he, but if he were to be back in the day, maybe a blackberry lime because I think uh, the purple – Old Vikings number 69, nice. I mean, that is that is Jared Allen in, in a nutshell. This month and every month throughout the year, discover Corona Hard Seltzer, the only hard seltzer made with Pure Beach vibes with a refreshing splash of fruit flavors, such as tropical lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment in each can. Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, 90 calories, and is gluten-free. Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzer spikes sparkling water with natural flavors imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Um, real quick, on-air, on-mic production meeting. Um, do we have, should I read the JJ clips or do we have the JJ clips? We have the, we have the clip. Let's do it. All right. uh, he definitely takes a lot of heat. He takes way more heat than he really deserves. Um, if you look at the numbers, um, he's top in the league. You know, he, he's been doing a lot of things for this for this team and for this offense. So um, I don't really understand why he gets so much criticism. Um, you know, all of those losses that we had wasn't on him. Uh, you know, of course, uh, we would like to, to take some plays back and, um, you know, redo some plays, but um, that's just how it is. You, do, you don't play perfectly, especially in this league. Um, and to, to see the things that he have done, um, I really don't know why he gets so much criticism. All right, Judd, put your yeah. – Put your investigative beat writer hat back on here. 
Take your Mets hat off and put your jur- big J journalism hat on here. Mm-hmm. Is this journalism 101? Why is this person lying to me? Or do you think Justin Jefferson is being genuine in his love for his quarterback? I'm going to fall in between those two things and tell you this. As I tweeted to people, I actually got this tweet about, see Jefferson, you see your cousins hate are you. Jefferson, he loves cousins. Okay, here's my question back to you. And it's just a common sense question. What do you think, what do you expect him to say? He's a smart kid. He's going to be a good teammate. Deion Sanders was the was the one that was like even more prying. Like this guy's Deion was basically like this this guy sucks, right? And he told Jefferson that. But no, no, he made the statement though. He told JJ, "Your guy sucks." And (laughs) JJ was like, "Ah," and then he just completely went in a in his own direction, which I credit him for. But the point is, for all of you that tweeted this, you see, he went on Jim Rome and cleared the air. All right. First of all, I'm going to refer you to when he didn't realize that the on-field mics would pick up him yelling at Kirk about throwing the ball, which was a telling thing. And I'm not saying that means he thinks uh, Kirk stinks. He doesn't think he stinks. He doesn't think. But for anyone to now come back and say, well, this is proof that Justin Jefferson loves Kirk. Okay. Really? You're really that naive that you think that just because he went on a national show and he's a smart kid, what do you expect him to say? You know what? Hey, Jim, between you and me, I'd prefer you turn the mics down. I think Kirk stinks. I don't want to play with Kirk. You know, I mean, come on. The other thing to keep in in mind, and it's almost like, and I don't get this, there are a lot of smart, well-reasoned Vikings fans. So I'm not talking to you. And I get you're out there, and and we appreciate you, and you watch our shows, and and you get it completely. So I'm not speaking to you. You're just... Um, you're just going to talk to the idiots right now? Is that but I'm, going, but I'm going to talk to those who put blinders on and don't want to see the truth. There's another whole tentacle to this conversation, which we have brought up a thousand times, but I think it's difficult for people to get their heads around and it's easier just to focus on defending Kirk. And that's this. Stefan Diggs did not leave, and I'll say it again, because of Kirk. He left because of how the offense operated. And if you look at the amount of times, if you look at the targets that Justin Jefferson had as a rookie, may I add a marvelous rookie, a great rookie, a rookie who should have been used a ton. His targets were not sufficient to talent. And and so this conversation about Kirk and about the offense goes deeper than just Kirk. It goes to the philosophy of how the offense run it runs. And we are broken records in talking about this, but I feel like there's a group of people that either don't get it, like they just look at the offense and say, well, it was fourth. You see? Okay, in that's yeah, it, yeah. in yards. And I, I believe it was 11th in scoring. That's great. But. This conversation is twofold. One, it's about Kirk. That's very true. Two, it's about how does Justin Jefferson, how is he going to feel as he progresses and I think continues to be a phenomenal player? How's he going to feel about how this offense operates if it continues to operate like it did in 2020? And so I just urge you, if you hear uh, Justin Jefferson or Thielen or Irv Smith on Jim Rome or Dan Patrick or the mad dog, or the howling dog, or the I don't know what show. Dog. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what show, but if you hear them praising Kirk, take it with a grain of salt. They're smart people. There is no incentive to come out and rip anybody. Because do you think if Justin Jefferson was pumped full of truth serum today, right now on this show, and you said, Justin, I want you to... Either talk about how you feel really about Kirk 
or the offense, I guarantee you he's going to talk about the offense and his targets. That's so, so this is a complex dissection of football that we do here on Purple Daily. And it's looking past what a guy says to Jim Rome during Super Bowl week, when, by the way, he's probably doing 18 hits in a day. So I actually, I don't fully disagree with you, but I, I, here's my perspective on it. All right. Some, some men, and you are one of these men find their Tom Brady in life right out of high school, right out of college. They don't have to, you know, like, you know, like Declan, on the other hand, Declan's been sampling some Ryan Fitzpatrick, like Declan's in his late twenties and he's been sampling some Ryan Fitzpatrick's over here in the dating realm. And, uh, you know, there's a Christian ponder over there, or maybe there's a Favre that broke his heart or something, right? Oh, Favre's out there. You know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you get lucky, and right out of the gate, you get Tom Brady. Oh, this is great. I got Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, and that's my that's my wife going forward. Justin Jefferson is still early in exploring his quarterback relationships. He doesn't know what else could be. He doesn't know that there's a Deshaun Watson and a Pat Mahomes out there. But I will tell you that Kirk Cousins, in their first year of marriage, was great for Justin Jefferson. Great for him. I mean, 1,400 yards. Now, the system could have made more use out of Jefferson and maybe gotten him even more yards and more targets and all the things that you just said. Um, but but Kirk Cousins, once he, in the second half of the season, sort of dialed into Justin Jefferson as his number one wide receiver, and the numbers bared that out basically after like week six or something. Um, he was really good. He was a good, a good, like early in your life, long-term relationship. That's going to eventually set you up for the real long-term quarterback. And I don't, I hope it's Deshaun Watson. Cause that would be super fun. Like I would love to watch Deshaun Watson and Justin Jefferson grow old together into their mid thirties in a Vikings uniform. That would be the best case scenario. Um, but put it this way, Justin Jefferson could have drawn a lot shorter straws as a rookie wide receiver. And there's some other dudes running around like, man, like you go up and down, CeeDee Lamb, for instance, CeeDee Lamb winds up with like random dudes, fourth string quarterbacks he's never heard of. Andy Dalton, like Kirk Cousins is better than all those guys because Dak Prescott got hurt. So there, he could have drawn a shorter straw and uh, and Kirk Cousins was a good start to his career. So yeah, I, that's entirely you, fair. it is really hard for me. We are now a half hour into this episode of Purple Daily. And I got to be honest, the restraint that I am showing, having not brought up the Andrew Luck stuff that came up yesterday. Um, it's been real. It's been a really hard thirty some minutes. W- some withdrawal, some quarterback reckless speculation. He's got, got the shakes. I do. Like I, I saw tweets. Yeah. I saw screenshots of text messages from like a friend of Andrew Luck's wife's friend's cousin that had him maybe meeting with Jim Irsay about a comeback. Um, and I just kept thinking, boy, if Andrew Luck wants to come back, probably has to come back for a minute with the Colts, and they're primed to win a Super Bowl if they could add an Andrew Luck. But wouldn't he look great in purple at some point? Wouldn't like 35-year-old Civil War General Andrew Luck throwing to Justin Jefferson look amazing in like two or three years? So what what do we believe that the um, potential is of Luck actually? Because this does sound like it was like a fourth-hand tweet. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, a couple of of teammates of his that currently play for the Colts came out and just like said, I would be shocked if he came back. And Jimmy, I think Jimmy Irsay himself did an interview and said, yeah, I mean, that's not like anything that's on the table. I am never going to say never is kind of what he uh-huh. said. Uh-huh. And he ain't going to tell you the truth at this point, nor should he. So I mean, Andrew Luck oh. probably made enough money to never have to work in football again, but he'd be the perfect type of quarterback if you look at 30 years of Vikings quarterback history. Oh, and he fit in. Yeah. Um, 
Can I say this? The National Football League, and I don't know how, the National Football League has actually taken uh, what this show loves, the reckless speculation, off-season transactionary, if that's a word, moves. They're perfecting it right now. Think about the quarterbacks we're talking about, and it's not just us with a complete pipe dream. It might be a pipe dream on some, but think about this. Deshaun Watson, available. Think about all of the other subset of QBs, some who are pretty damn good. Matthew Stafford just got traded. Jared Goff, who, yeah, we all agree is is probably not that good, but Jared Goff, a first overall pick. Gentlemen, we aren't even to the Super Bowl yet. It's on Sunday, and we are having offseason. I mean, this is is football heroin, and (laughs) it's just, it's straight? Reckless speculation. Right here. We're, right. But I mean, yeah. we're buying it off the street. It's legal. It's like we're <laughs> in. It, it's I'm like ready. we're in Copenhagen. I'm ready to snort the 20 yard line right now. Let's do this. Come on. It's Inject unbe- it into my veins. Football. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, also, like, it would just be genius if the NFL said, "All right, you know, it could be a little slow, especially with no, no, you know, traditional media day." You, know, you get like a two-week lull between the championship games and the Super Bowl. We could use a little bit of an injection of news here. How about how about an intern just randomly like floats an Andrew Luck rumor so we can get like forty-eight hours out of it? Just to be, you know, that's where that's where baseball needs to baseball needs to think more like that. Someone needs to leak a Barry Bonds is coming back at the age of fifty-five rumor and uh, and and really start some interesting conversation. But all right, well, we can dream about Andrew Luck, dearest mother, dearest mother. I just want to. North. I'm soaking my neck beard there's right a, now after a new long com- battle. There's a new comrade by the name of Jefferson Justin <laughs> that I plan to attack with. It might be it might be the greatest Twitter account I've ever seen. It's really good. It's up there. It's is one it, of the greatest Twitter did, accounts I've seen. Did, did it get fired back up this week? No, I, I haven't pulled up right now. His last tweet was uh, March 29th, 2020, right around oh, COVID. Wait, okay, so he was um, tweeting last year. Okay. Yeah. He was he was tweeting, but before that, August twenty eighth, twenty nineteen, when he retired. So okay. one tweet. Right. What if it's really him? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's really Andrew Luck? He's just like, what the what the heck? All right, that's a wrap on today's episode of Purple Daily. We thank Jared Allen for coming on the show, telling stories and showing off his glorious mullet. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow uh, on the schedule. Mina Kimes from ESPN's NFL Live is scheduled to join us and over on Mackie and Judd every Thursday, it's reckless speculation Thursday where we bring on our friend, Darren Doogie Wolfson for inside information about local sports teams and our friend, Mike Greenberg from ESPN radio and ESPN's get up comes on to speculate about Kirk cousins and Aaron Rodgers and other things. So all kinds of stuff, all of our content, whether it's score North or whether it's uh, purple daily Mackie and Judd, the scoop of Doogie, and uh, Royce Unchained. You can find it all at scorenorth.com and the Score North app. We'll see you guys tomorrow.